You are now listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tyranny Podcast. Welcome to Ride With Me, episode 25. Today is October 17, 2020. October already, bro. It's crazy, man. How does your go? Well, as far as 2020 goes, let's just get this shit over with. Right. That's what I'm saying right now. Right. Bring it on 2020. What What more disasters could we possibly have worse than 2020 and 2020? We've had a couple right? earthquakes already. I know. I'm still waiting for the gremlin, gremlins to pop up in December. Hey, tsunamis have never hit California. Bring it on 2021, right? There you <laughs> right. go. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tornadoes coming Actually, up. it's funny because uh, Nick mentioned that yesterday because I said, man, I wish we should have never left Oxnard. <laughs> and Nick's like, yeah, well, we would have been taken out by a tsunami. It hasn't happened yet, right? We've been out here for three years. Not a tsunami has hit once. So shut it, kid. Oh, it's, yeah. He's already predicting. You got a little Nostradamus right there yeah, predicting what's about to happen in 2021. Nah, my kids can be a little smart ass every once in a while. <laughs> Anyways, today on the podcast, I have my cousin Jay. Hey, what's going on, people? Um, but a little recap from last weekend's uh, Officer Ricky's wedding. For those of you who have been listening, yes, I had a cigar with the guy. Maybe a quarter of the cigar I smoked. Dude, that shit was disgusting. <laughs> dude, I don't think people really smoke cigars for the taste anymore. I don't, I don't even know. I don't smoke even smoke or celebrating a championship dude, or celebrating a wedding. My dude. wife looked at me so disgusted, like, but she knew that you know I'm I, I play ball, and I felt guilty. Sorry, Ricky. I threw that damn thing away. I threw it in freaking water and tossed that thing in the trash. I'm like, I'm going to have to reimburse him for that one because I don't know how much <laughs> it costs. So I did smoke uh, a cigar. Like I, said, like I said, a quarter of the cigar, not even that much. Did you feel like a man, though, inside? I felt I? disgusted, bro. Felt disgusted? I needed. I found I found bubble gum. In, I found gum in the freaking living room. I don't know whose gum that was, but I freaking, it's already licked. Fuck it. I'm just <laughs> Congratulations. You felt like a man then. <laughs> the way what you just described right there is awesome. So, yeah, no, I freaking uh, chewed gum. And then I found they had like bunk cakes. And like, well, I got to take the t- get the taste out of my mouth. Damn it. This is disgusting. No, man, you smoke a cigar. It's going to linger in there for about a week or Dude, two. Dude, so. it's, it's a, and I said it, I said it, I said it at his, at his wedding. It is a nasty tradition. It's disgusting. But is what it is. I did it. We did also play beer pong. And sad news is I am no longer undefeated. Oh, hey, man. Hey. hey. It, listen, it's not that bad. But the moment your kids beat you, that's when you know it's bad. Right, dude. There. He uh, he finally got me. We played we played three games. I, I'm still two and one. But that one is what's killing me. Hey, l- l- let me ask you something uh, as far as talking about kids, because your boys are getting towards that age now where they're obviously getting older. And I know you're probably still dunking on them in basketball or like taking it to them whenever you guys are playing sports. Homie, my knees shot out. They dunk on me. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> at what point do you realize as a dad, you're like, you're sitting there and you're like, damn, you, you my assu- kids are way better than me now at you, sports. You would assume that beer pong is not a competitive sport. <laughs> Dude, the shirts were flying off. Freaking tie came off. Dude, Some, I'm dripping in sweat. Somebody's Tanya Hardy and your kid right, right. there. Is just going high. You slip the neighbor a $2 bill. You're like, you don't right. know how much this is worth. Take out his knees right. now. Um, even uh, even yesterday. So, okay. So, there's there's the wedding. So, yesterday, you know, sorry for the cleaning invites, people. But we are in a freaking pandemic. So, it was just my wife's siblings. So, my in-laws. Which apparently doesn't. I don't fit that category as a. <laughs> sorry, bro. You're, 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 you're the cousin. You're not the. <laughs> You're, you didn't, you're not the brother-in-law. Got so, it. There you go. Yesterday, again, you know, we had a nice little thing here. You saw all the Harry Potter bullshit. And actually, pretty cool. I was a villain, so I liked it. And, uh, again, beer pong came up. I lost to Mauricio, bro. I lost to my father-in-law. I freaking retired. I'm oh, done. Yeah. No, hang I'm it done. up. Hang it up after I'm done, that. dude. Three losses in my career. I'm done. Beer pong is over, guys. I'm I'm retiring. Hey, what what what's the... 
I gotta ask, man. Why why the why the Harry Potter theme when you know damn well when no Mexicans in, invited <laughs> to Hogwarts? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Harry, let, let's be honest right there. Harry Harry's Harry's girlfriend was like Korean in that movie. Homie. I saw a couple black chicks there, but when you talk about you know uh, there were no Latinos. I didn't see you know Harry, Harry Potter. Right? It wasn't well, like that. I don't know why we myself and my boys blend in. You know, we already got the True skin. That, yeah, you got Jojo and I got the eyes. You, you got know? that. Yeah, you, no, you, you got that Spanish skin right there. No, it was. Uh, I guess my sister-in-law, the birthday girl, is she's just hardcore into Harry Potter. Could be. Yeah. I just, I just never understood I just, that. I was like, you know, I'm getting cousins hitting me up on Facebook or Instagram. They're like, dude, your wife did amazing. Like, just like the little candles are hanging off the, the <laughs> canopy, like they're floating. You and guys ran into a brick wall trying to go into the other side. I, I wasn't that stupid, bro. <laughs> I learned. I learned from a week ago uh, when I was trying I was to like, try it out. I, I, uh, how much into Harry Potter did you guys get, right? <laughs> did you guys enslave a little elf and then have I, him I uh, tried, give him a sock? What'd you guys do? I, I tried to get my buddy to come in a costume. I'm like, dude, you can be Dobie. And <laughs> when, I learned, <laughs> when I learned who Dobie was, he's like, no, your wife said I didn't have to come dressed up. I was like, somebody's ex-boyfriend showed up, he who shall not be named. Is that what? <laughs> Yeah, like I want to know how much in the character did you go with this? Like, who was Hagrid? <laughs> Let's be honest. Who was the hairy motherfucker that showed up right? now, with the cake, the birthday cake shoved down his pants? Who dude, was like the boys. Nick had a black wig on. Jojo had a blonde wig on. I freaking got the mask for Vandermort, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, we can't say his name, remember? And uh, Vandermort is it Mort at the end with a T? The hell if I know, dude. Uh, I don't know. I've never watched a Harry Potter movie. I watched two of them. No, one and a half since tuesday and i had to get prepared for my role one yesterday. and a half since tuesday folks for those of you guys who are listening that's as long as it takes to watch one and a half harry potter movies is a few days those things are long right there man yeah. well i had Jeez. to sit through the lord of the rings movies Woo. one was like six hours you know I, I take a lot of flights and sometimes they're they're long hours you know 15 16 hours and uh sometimes people ask me like how, how do you sleep on those flights i say man Muscle, muscle relaxers and Lord of the Rings movies. You start from Lord of the Rings one. By the time you get to the Desolation of Smog, you've already flying. You've already flown all the way around the world, man. Like right there, those movies they're long. Go a long time. I mean, you're going to the Hobbits. Like you, 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 you were wasting like 20 hours. It's all good. Don't get me wrong. The action's amazing. The talking I can do without. But you put that on, and the moment you hear like, "Once upon a time in a Shire," I'm like, "Ooh, I'm getting now. I'm getting relaxed." Uh, Feeling good, man. Yeah, there and then, and then my buddies hit me up. All right, cool. Now watch the Hobbits. I look three hours. No, I'm done. Past three hours. I'm done. I'm done. I, there's <laughs> movies that I will sit through and rewatch multiple times. Back to the Future, multiple times. I'm actually kind of hating that they're filming something Back to the Future related in Puente Hills, and I haven't driven over there to see, check it out. Well, that's where they filmed the the first the one. The first one, they, yeah, yeah, Twin Pines or whatever. Yeah. So. Harry, Lord of the Rings would not be a movie that I would sit through and watch it again. <laughs> I know the story. I know what happens. I may not know lines from the movies because like the family likes to do, but yeah. I will not sit there to learn lines. If I want to learn a line, I just Google the bitch. Just just YouTube the battle scenes. That's right? what anybody does nowadays, right? Just YouTube the battle all scenes. All I know is that Ned Stark dies in all his movies. Hey, Lord of the Rings is one of them. <laughs> for those of you guys who are listening to hey, uh, Puente Hills, I know it's like, oh, wow, they're filming a movie. It must be nice. I don't know, man. This this neighborhood is changing though a little bit, but I, I feel right at home when when uh, my boy uh, f- uh, Flat Tire Andy invites me over and he says, "Can you get a little earlier so that way the chickens uh, and roosters don't make so much of a noise?" So I should explain to you guys the neighborhood we're in right now, man. I uh, I got off the freeway, man. My my windows went up and my credit score went down right here the moment I showed up. <laughs> it, it, it's bad, man. My boss came over. See how I have repack like boxes and stuff for work. Yeah. My boss hit me up a couple weeks ago and he's like, "Hey, dude, you happen to have any mo- you know Modelo twenty 
four pack boxes. Mm -hmm. um, I have a handful. He goes, can I can I come grab them? I'm like, well, I gotta drive back home because I don't have them on me. Mm -hmm. Pull up, come inside the garage, grab them, take them back to him, and he's like, dude. Is there a horse around here somewhere? I'm like, I think the block over has horses, but not our block. He goes, it smells like a barn. I love it. I'm like, <laughs> and, and just so you know, there there isn't a lot of horses here. It's not that type of a neighborhood where you got people with ranches. No, 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 no. They, they probably smuggled this horse here. It's around there, man. But I love it. Hey, I parked my car in the front lawn just to add flavor to the neighborhood. I right told here. him, That's dude, just saying. bring it inside, dude. Bring it inside. He told me right here. Bring it inside. I don't even let anybody park on the lawn. And yesterday, four cars were on the lawn. I just bring them all in. Gotta keep bring, your, bring your Teslas in the car. Bring them in. Bring them in. I saw 10 guys working out in the front yard. It was crazy <laughs> right now, man. So, yeah, showed up. I had to give my boy Andy some love and uh, yeah. and, and buy some roses from the guy on the street. So right. There you go. Yeah, so, but, you you know, like I said, your dad, had it was his idea to have you on here. And I, I like I told your dad, I'm at the point where I'm like, well, if I, I if I ask people to come, I feel like I'm begging where now I feel comfortable kind of recording on my own. Mm -hmm. And I did a, I did one a couple of weeks ago by myself. I pulled like 28 minutes of audio by myself. Sweet. I felt proud of myself. But I was like, you know what? Yeah, let me hit him up. Because I like I liked the fact that your Spanish wasn't like my Spanish. <laughs> the fact that you spoke Spanish. Yeah. And he speaks like freaking from Colombia. Until I learned, I'm like, hey, what's wrong with your cousin? Like, something like, <laughs> does he need help? He has a speech impediment? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? So, dude, what made you go to Colombia? And, I mean, I damn well know that you met your wife out there, which was I amazing. Did. Yeah, I, I did meet my wife there. So, uh, I mean, we're, we're going to get into it, so I'll go ahead and say it now. So, I am a teacher, and, uh, you know, that that's essentially what brought me over to Colombia. Isn't that sad that... I, my first real teaching gig had to be out of country because the way that they, you know, look for teachers here in California and pretty much I'm pretty sure for the rest of the United States, uh, you know, it's it's probably typical of any job where, oh, you need to have so many years of experience. And I'm like, dude, I just left, you know, my teacher credential program. So you have to give me that experience, you know. So that was I was able to get an opportunity down there um, while I was actually just traveling down there to celebrate leaving my teaching credential pro program and whatnot and uh you know long story short you know it's uh i fell in love uh with with the culture and with everything down there and again they were the first ones to say hey we know you're a new teacher we're we're, we're down to give you some experience and it was an american school so it was like a bilingual school like the kids that graduate from there they get a uh obviously a diploma from you know the colombian so on and so forth um but they also got a diploma from atlanta georgia go figure apparently there was like a school district in atlanta georgia that partnered with them uh, in colombia in colombia yeah yeah so this is kind of places where like you know um the well it's a long story but the second school that i was at down there uh that's the type of place where like doctors lawyers politicians would like send their kids to like study in really so yeah so it was a it was a very prestigious type of a school like we had like watchtowers like i was like like barbed wire cinder block no fences all the way like shit. huge security like you had to sign in show your id everything you couldn't come in with shorts you had to be like in jeans you had to look professional wear uniform and everything like that and then the mayor's kid actually went there and he had his bodyguard that was actually because you know kidnappings in Colombia yeah. are unfortunately very prevalent and his bodyguard would strap wife would be I know right <laughs> <laughs> little did she know <laughs> she took the blue pill no so uh, she uh, she went in oh no she didn't so yeah the the mayor's son you know who was a uh, seventh grader at the time uh, his uh, 
his armed bodyguard would just be chilling inside the class in my buddy's classroom and he would just like take pictures of this guy with like a gun like asleep in the classroom just snoring like loud well and, the kids yeah are just studying. to make sure that nobody is like tries to kidnap you know if he went on field trips bodyguard went with him Damn. you know motorcade type deal like that so it's pretty funny so anyways yeah man i just i i made my way i made my uh my way in columbia because you know this was a little bit after the the, the great recession so some people say it's like, oh, because you know they were still pink slipping teachers, pink slipping meaning that they're still kind of laying off teachers and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but realistically, you know, now that I've gone, you know, eight nine years into the profession, um, I can pretty much see it to where it's just that the hardest thing is is just getting your foot in the door. And here's the thing that I always said about this family: like when I say there's doctors, teachers, police officers, surgeons, this family has it all, and you being a, a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, and Moyo being a teacher and my cousin that lives out here also being a teacher, I feel like that's kind of turning Nick into wanting to be a science teacher. Like he, he's thinking about being a science teacher. Walk away. <laughs> walk, walk, walk away right now. Well, <laughs> if he's leaning right, go left, man. He's not going to be able to listen to this podcast until he's 18. Oh, so, no. you know, uh, by then, well, he might still have a chance, but it's whatever. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't see though i mean no no i'm not gonna hate on oxnard but mm-hmm. in my own family or friends or stuff like that all i see in oxnard are military folks a mm-hmm. lot of people just go to military because we live by a base yeah you know so i don't see doctors and lawyers and stuff like that out there and if they are it's because they're outsiders you know yeah and listen i'm not you know obviously if you're if your boy wants to become a teacher uh, you know if you reach out to me for for help to help them out with and just kind of guide them obviously i would do that in a heartbeat the reason why i said don't do it is because again it's that like i said going back to it, i had to leave the country to be respected as a teacher here we see teachers as kind of like an either an inconvenience uh oh, they get summers off you know what i mean like that so it's like we don't care like why are they complaining you know what i mean like that you're like oh my god oh, like, i didn't know you're gonna bring yeah. your voices i like oh, it okay all right cool yeah but it's just like you know you, you get those type of people but over there they called me profe man like it was weird like the way you call somebody doctor so on and so forth Obviously, I'm not in the same level as a doctor, but you know who taught a doctor? A teacher. So let's just go back to that if we're going to break it down. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like over there, it was almost like, you know, it, it was interesting. You know, they, they everybody in, in the town that I was at wasn't a big town. You know, they knew me as the teacher. You know, they... they, they not necessarily that it's I was like treated a, as... It's like a freaking... It uh, was like an honorable profession. Like, they treated you like, oh, wait, so you're going to educate our kids. So why are we going to try our best to, like nickel and dime you out of everything yeah. let's give you the resources that you need the support that you need and that's really i think Dude, what most teachers want i just think ryan reynolds should go to like columbia make like a movie of the teacher that'd be badass yeah you know <laughs> and then hey with because <laughs> we can't find a, again we can't find a, a, a you know any latino actors outside of michael pena so we'll give ryan reynolds a, a michael uh, pena's we'll, funny bro we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll dye his hair a little bit more black right there you know <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. It's kind of on a random thing about uh, uh, actors taking roles of minorities, man. Which to me, I don't really, I don't really care. You know what I mean? It kind of shows off your acting skills. Who, who, who gives a shit? But like me and my brother are talking about how uh, you remember the whole Thailand where the boys were uh, stuck in that cave like two yes, years ago. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they want to make a movie about it, and we were just laughing. We we're like, hey, man, we're gonna have uh, uh, the Rock as as the guy who uh, who saves the kids. <laughs> we're like, this gotta be a Hollywood movie. So like, two of the two of the boys while they're in the cave are gonna have a love story. They're gonna fall in love with right. the, the forbidden love in the cave. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's gonna be the teacher that gets them all together. They're gonna have zero Thai actors in that whole damn freaking Titanic all over again. <laughs> exactly. <you know? laughs> 
Freaking, but back to your Columbia story, bro. Yeah, We're getting out of here. I know. I try to keep it to a few topics. We're all over the place now. But we did, technically did start with movies, so. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're good. Um, were you the one that tried the coffee, Colombian coffee for the first time? No, no, no. And that's the crazy thing. You know, uh, I, I hate coffee. And as a teacher, I know that's not Yeah, I know. I went and bought coffee. And yeah, this guy buys me coffee. He's like, who's a teacher? Remember, teachers like coffee and Diet Coke. So as you can see, <laughs> I gravitated towards the Coke Zero thing. So oh, There's some Cokes in the, in the cooler outside. Oh, uh, we have want. the worst diets in the world, man. You always see like, why is my teacher 800 pounds when every single time I see her, she's eating baby carrots? You're like, because when school's out... You know, and all that stress, she's snacking down double Big Macs like it's going out of style. Like, that's just, that's how it works, man. It's, it's No stressful. wonder you wanted to keep your name on the Lolo. It's stressful, man. Yeah, it's stressful. So, the so you, how long were you in Colombia for? So, I was there for two years. Two years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in so, two years, you managed to snag your wife? Yeah, well, I, you know what, okay, so, I went to, to Colombia uh, first to meet up with my brother. Yeah, my brother was uh he was traveling the world and uh, and he's in Australia right now, right? He's in Australia right now. I yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. my one download in Australia. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, because I have an Australia download. I'm like, uh, yeah. and then there's some guys like keep oh. listening, fool. Yeah, there's some guys like, oh yeah, Andy. I thought we had some some connection between us. <laughs> talking about your brother. <laughs> How come he doesn't come talking like that? You have a Colombian accent. He doesn't have an Australian accent. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably some Aussie right there. Speaking of that, real quick, throw in some Spanish, bro. What? A- um. Man, you put me on the spot right here. Sorry, bro. El, 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 el baño está do sucio podrido. I don't know. ¿Dónde está el sanitario? There you go. Do that one from, from Encino Man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> bueno, si ustedes quieren que hable un poquito colombiano, pues aquí estamos con mi, con mi parcero aquí, Andy. But, you know, I, I don't know. I guess. That's cool, bro. Like, okay. Yeah, it just, it changes with, <laughs> with, with each one. Like, obviously, you know, when you're talking to your grandma, you're going to go on a lighter voice. You're not yeah. going to curse. You know, you're talking with your friends. You're gonna, I mean, if, if you got a white friend, you're going to try to use big words that have more than four syllables. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you talk to your Mexican friends, you're just going to be using. I'm like that. I like. I'm like that when I walk into my accounts and I'm <laughs> selling their, their beer. And if I walk in and I feel that this person can speak Spanish, then that's, I feel comfortable throwing Spanish. Yeah. And even my my white boss once back in the day he was like, I'm not trying I'm not trying to be disrespectful towards you. No, yeah, yeah. I'm just comfortable speaking Spanish to them because they're gonna feel comfortable with me. Yeah, it's all about comfort level. And he's like, that's what makes you a good salesman. What's up? Wait, like, hey, if, if you were everybody Chris Smith, around, yeah, Chris Smith, you need to learn some Spanish, bro. <laughs> yeah, like if, if 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 I was around a bunch of family and obviously family being Mexican and everything, you know, if hombre no vale madre, no, it's que <laughs> you start kind of just throwing it out or whatever. But since I you know speak with my wife who's from from colombia and, and that's you know obviously you mimic what you hear like a parrot you know when yeah. you when you're speaking a different language so i guess it'd be no different than i'm sure if somebody moved to like england for a few years they met you know a, a, a woman over there they married a girl in england and they brought her back their kids are gonna obviously mimic what their mom says so they're gonna have that kind of an accent but once mm-hmm. they go to school and everything they kind of lose it you know, but they're probably still going to say water or something like well, that. That's, you know, that's the one thing that I, you know, I know I've had a rough relationship with my mom back in the days, but that is the one thing that I am grateful for her. For, mm-hmm. for her, am I saying that right? That the fact that she told she told everybody he'll learn English in school. Yeah. So she taught you know she only spoke to me in Spanish. It'll be a teacher's job to teach you. Pretty much minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta teach this kid a whole new language. Right, <laughs> right now, five dollars an hour. My grandma, my grandma calls me and. She tries to talk to the boys, and she speaks English, but mm-hmm. she says they don't speak Spanish. That's your fault. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. My son's middle name is Andrew because Andres <laughs> was too paisa for the mom. So, uh, yeah, who do you think? I, I can only control what I can control. 
And now that I have them, I mean, I'm trying to. Dude, the other day I freaking woke up and I was listening to nothing but Selena and freaking Bronco and Los Bookies. And yeah. I'm like, you guys have to learn one new word from each song. That that meant love. Okay, cool. He learned one word. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> what is puta? I don't know what that word is. What is Not that, that kind of music, bro. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have Eminem in Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> what is recostada in La Cama? I'm still trying to figure out. Oh, yeah, like, okay. Man. But how long did it take you to back to your story, bro? <laughs> We're going on freaking loops here. Hey, man, who cares? Let's go. Let's, go. <laughs> Let's do it. How long did it take you to meet your wife when you were out there? So, okay, yeah, teacher, so, teacher? so my brother, no, no, no. So, again, so I went out there to hang out with my brother, right? So, there I, I meet a girl, you know, everything's, uh, you know, turns out to be my wife. So, I meet her. My, and to, it's li- my tocaya. Yeah, so it's literally just like a uh, kind of like a, a little meet and greet. Like, you know, you meet somebody, you talk to them for a few hours probably never ever talk to this person again because i left her my number you know what i mean because i'm too much of a bitch to try and ask a girl <laughs> for her number you know what i mean yeah i, was, I still can't take hey, hey i'm married and i still don't like rejection you know what i mean like that <laughs> and nobody likes rejection and free. hey shout out to everybody out there who can actually take rejection on the chin but i'm not one of those like i get really like nervous and scared i was man. recently asked how is it that you can act like a 15 year old kid while you're driving alone in your car but you can't act like that in front of your wife yeah um it's hindsight. Everything's hindsight. Can. You I ever give that. somebody advice and you're like, as if you would do that? You're like, oh, oh you should have asked her for her number. It's like, you know, damn well, you wouldn't have going to ask her for her number. How, if how, did, you. how do you think it's going to feel? How do you think it's going to feel if I'm in the kitchen making breakfast and shit? And then I'm like, as long as you love me. Mm-hmm. And the wife lo- gives you that look like, the fuck you listening to? <laughs> I'd rather listen to as long as you love me yeah. in my car by myself. Nobody listens. No judging. Just, no exactly. Judgment. Yeah. No judgment. Just. Probably my boy Scotty up in heaven say, what the fuck? Masputo. Yeah, well, it's like I said, dude, whenever whenever you retell the story, you retell it the way you wish it would have gone down. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Like, nah, so that guy was like six foot nine, but I didn't give a damn. And I told that fool, like, I'll meet you in the parking lot. But he bitched out. When, you know, damn well, you're in the car with like 911 emergency response, please stay on the line. Stay on the line. Oh, you may my have a God. Gun. Like that. Yeah. So, so anyways, I meet, my, I meet, I meet her. And uh, I get a call like two, three days later to come back uh, and interview for this job. So I was like, oh, wow, this is the job, uh, you know, that I really want at a school that I really want. And again, at this time, getting an interview at a school as a new teacher is is virtually next to nothing. A lot of competition for a job that doesn't pay anything. So I fly back. Right. I don't get the job. And then I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm already here. So let me go ahead and just like apply for a bunch of other jobs. The thing with being a teacher is there's only like a two win two month window of hiring, you know, and then you got to wait for the following year. They're yeah. not hiring teachers in October unless somebody's pregnant or no, somebody I just know. says like, screw I, it. I quit. I leave. And they do that. But it's very rare. I got you on that one because my I believe you because my wife, who is who studied to be a teacher mm-hmm. and she has like credits like there's no tomorrow that, oh, you're overqualified. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Well, we need 12 credits. OK, mm-hmm. you have 60. Mm-hmm. What? Dude, that's thing. the teacher you want to have. That's the one you want to have. So, overqualified. Overqualified. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, I, I wanted to sleep with you, but your car is too nice. <laughs> your bank account's too big. Wow. And something. Uh, <laughs> well, when you compared it to a horse, he, I didn't know you were realistically talking. He's not like talking this. about me, guys, because I have a CRV and I don't. I'm not loaded. Anyway. Oh, right. Yeah. So she's overqualified. So then, you know, back in March, she finally, you know, has multiple interviews coming up, and it's like. Well, you know, COVID hit, so we're gonna pause all the, you know, all the interviews and stuff like that. So I, I, I freaking 
believe what you're saying because now she's pretty much have to wait till a year later to, to start applying all yeah, over. Yeah, you can get away with anything with that COVID excuse. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, look, obviously it's a serious thing and everything like that. But like, I mean, we don't like, really want family like, around yeah, so like, I'm yeah, on COVID. <laughs> exactly. You ghost the girl. Like, why didn't you text me back? Social distancing text messaging. I'm trying to do my part. You know what I mean? The, the COVID, right? Oh, I understand. You know what I mean? You gave me chlamydia? Social distancing, COVID. You know what I mean? I didn't want to... Uh, I was going to give you worse, but oh I didn't, I was like, I, you know, I, you're welcome. I'm, like, I'm, I'm being nice. That's why I walked. That's why I here, stepped away. Here, here's, here's a problem. You've abandoned your baby. <laughs> COVID distancing. Here. I'm trying to put myself between me and the child I don't want to love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> here's, some, here's a problem that I'm making right now. Uh, Every up? time I interrupt you, we go into a different loop. Hey, can man. You, can you get back to your wife, please? <laughs> Six. So, anyways, I knocked her up. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's, uh, that didn't happen. No, no, we don't have any kids. Thank God. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Dude, every bro, time. let's just freestyle this, man. Let's Honestly, go. Right, let's go for it. Virtual learning. Let's move on to topic. Just go with your wife. Uh, you met your wife. And, okay. And, and, and anyway, so we're going to virtual learning. I didn't get I didn't get any interviews over here, and uh, so I was like, you know, man, screw it. Like, I'm gonna go back and enjoy my my vacation in, in Colombia. So I went down to Colombia to enjoy my vacation by this time my brother who I was, I was already meeting up with was in brazil and uh so i'm just kind of alone in this country and i'm like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna uh hit up the only person i know here and that's that girl that i met yeah and, you know while i'm here it was like i bought a one-way ticket you know what i'm saying yeah um well that's not true you have to buy a return ticket but if you cancel within 24 hours like then they they let it slide um so anyways you know i basically a one-way ticket down there and I kind of just, as I'm there, you know, I'm like, man, I got nothing waiting for me back, you know, in America. Uh, I'm here and you can, traveling alone is cool. Don't get me wrong. You know, I've done it before. I, I wouldn't recommend it to everybody unless you, you're really comfortable being independent. Um, so, you you know, you everybody thinks that you're just kind of like partying and, and drinking and all this kind of stuff. That's mostly in the nighttime. But what do you do during the day? Yeah. Or right, you see the sights, but sometimes you either knock all that out in like a week or so, or it's like ridiculously expensive, you know? Yeah. So to me, I was like, all right, what am I going to do during the day? You know? Well, I'll tell you what, man, screw it. There's a couple of schools in the area. I bought a tie. I bought a shirt. I mean, it's like 180 degrees in humidity over there. So it wasn't the smartest move. <laughs> and so I just go and, you know, I started knocking on doors. And yeah. I was just Jehovah witnessing, you know, different types of schools down there and everything. Yeah. And eventually somebody opened the door and I saw a guy and he had a Denver Broncos hat. Oh, and, and he felt like home. And I was just like, and he, he was a white guy. Okay. Mr. Kim, uh, one of the nicest human beings I've ever met wherever he's at. And uh, the first thing I do is I just... They had a they had a bad year that year, and I just started shitting on the Broncos in front of this guy, and he's just like, "Who the heck is this guy?" Yeah, because you know I look like everybody down there a little bit. You know, uh, obviously there's a difference. Between you can Columbians blend in. I can blend in. So to him, he's all like, "Who's this guy?" You know, and to him, like, California English. So he tells me, "Hey, what what part of California are you from?" I'm like Southern California. Oh, I'm from Salinas, from Northern California. I was like, "No shit." He was the 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 director, the principal, the uh, the main guy of that school. So he's like, hey, come in. And, you know, they, they let me in. I don't know. Halfway strip search me to go inside the school. I go inside this guy's office. And we literally talk about sports and football and baseball. He's a Giants fan and everything yeah. from Northern California for like the next, I'm not even joking, like three hours. Like his secretary is like, there's a fight in the quad. He's like, yeah, you take care of it. Anyways, <laughs> so you mean to tell me John Elway's not the greatest? That's how we talked. And, you know, like, 
sir, they're sending, you know, <laughs> building A is on fire. Yeah, go ahead and take care of it. There's a fire extinguisher outside. Anyway, so like we're going back and forth and I'm sitting there and then finally he's just like, well, this was an interesting interview. And I was like, interview? What the hell? Like, I thought we were just like, I, I had my resume and everything like that. And I was like, yeah, I didn't even give him my resume. We were just talking. And, you know, uh, one thing. So tell me about, you know, kind of like how we're doing. Tell me about why you're here. And then we just went on giant tangents, but it was yeah. about sports. And uh, and thankfully, you know, I knew about sports. Side note, I figure if like you're new to somebody or you meet somebody, even if it's a different culture or whatever, if you know sports or music, you can get along with anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't even have to like the same teams. But if you're just like, hey, hey, I guess our wives or girlfriends are friends. Yeah. <laughs> you like the Lakers? Fuck the Lakers. All right, let's get into it. You know what I mean? Like that. And you can go into it. You may have anything in common with the other person or whatever, but you talk about sports or music with somebody. Yeah. And, and you can get along with it. So I was just sitting there just going. I think he was more like, I got an American here. Yeah. Like, we could just go. We could talk about that. And he told me, he's like, hey, man, you know the routine. Like, we were in, uh, this was, I think, in July. So, like, right towards the end of July, August. And he's like, hey, man, I don't have any jobs for you. You know, like, the school's years are going to start in, like, two weeks. So I'll tell you what, leave me a resume, man. And if things happen, you know, ne- next year, you know, because when they hire, uh, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll hit you up. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I ran out of money and I got a call from a school over here saying, hey, you want to be a substitute teacher, you know, uh, teaching math and everything. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went back over here and I was teaching for like a few weeks and he gives me a call out of nowhere. And he's like, hey, uh, I don't know if you remember me. Uh, uh, you know, I'm like, dude, this is a. A call unavailable number, meaning this is I got out of country. I was like, yeah, of course I remember you. What's up going on? Yeah, he tells me this teacher was trying to do her little vlog right with a GoPro and an iPad, and apparently she went down the wrong alley, and she got hogtied, robbed, and beat up, and she spooked her. So she she got she out of there. Dodge, right? She was like, hey man, she's leaving like on Monday, and this was like on a Wednesday. He's like, can you fly down and start Monday? And I was like, you mean like in four or five days, bro? He's like, look, I know it's like, don't worry about the visa. We'll take care of it. Just, just have your passport. Come on a tourist visa. Like, you know, everything like that. I just, I need, I need a teacher down here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, yeah. So I got out of Dodge. I went over there. Long story short, I showed up and the girl, I showed up like on a, I flew out on a Sunday, right? Took a, a long flight, did everything, had different uh, uh, things on that. I go on Monday bags under my eyes man looking like Vons 2000 <laughs> i'm just sitting there i show up and i'm like hey what's going on man what do you need me to teach i'm ready to go and then i see the girl or oh. yeah, and she didn't leave apparently she had a change of heart so i was like oh hell no dude i've already had a going away party <laughs> it's like, it like i've already sold half my stuff right i've already yeah. quit my my substitute gig you know where yeah. i was at uh because it was a long-term sub gig and so i was like you gotta find something for me so he's like all right all right all right okay listen listen uh, well, you're going to be here next year for the next school year. So just for these next couple of months, we're going to set you up with this program. Um, I know some people and, and you'll be teaching at a at this farm, uh, teaching them, them like English. And I was like, what the hell? And I was like, how bad is this farm? And he's like, no, it's fine. You know, like this kind of stuff and that. And they put in the word and everything like that. And I started teaching English in a farm. <laughs> yeah to a bunch of farmers who have zero desire to learn English, but the program that they're with required them to take a Dude, semester of English. Yeah. The nicest people ever, and it humbled me up, man. I showed up, there was like maybe 35 students and like 14 chairs, and I'm like, wait a minute, not the greatest at math here, but the numbers are off as far as 
students to chair ratio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there was just a, a chalkboard and some chalk. And they were yeah. like, I was like, is there any book, any curriculum? No. Any? Why? Is any that internet? Thing? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, teach like, <laughs> yeah, like teach like that. Like it was basically like just thrown into it. You know, it, it, it was one of those like you invite LeBron James to give you a basketball lesson, but there's no court. There, and no there's, ball. Yeah, there's no ball there's literally a rock you know like i thought when you said i was gonna have the rock you know that's like slang for a ball like no it's an actual rock beach on basketball and i was like oh man all right but it was the great like i hated it at first i was all like man this is dumb what the hell am i doing i'm in the middle of this this freaking farm jungle type deal i'm, I'm teaching people english and and with zero resources but the humility of the people just being humble yeah and like inviting me to do whatever and that was a great thing about colombian culture and so it was it was it was fantastic so going from teaching with the rock <laughs> a actual rock not the rock <laughs> dwayne johnson but a rock how is it now fast forward today on a computer with all these kids oh i mean it, you it, even we even skipped about your wife you're, but you're they're cut, married yeah. they're married by the way she's a good yeah. lady she's a good girl she's uh mike tokaya <laughs> they're good people since we skipped all of that yeah now from a rock to a computer, what, what's what's going on lately? I know my my son Nick is good. He he his math is great. His his classes are great. He he knocks it out. But I'm starting to catch that the little ones a little bit more becoming a little lazy. And I feel that he physically needs to be at the like me. I need to physically do it myself to learn it. I feel that Jojo needs to do the same. Jojo, I need Jojo back at the school. Okay. Your needs are, I know, right? I know, I know. As a teacher, nobody gives a shit about your needs, bro. All right. Listen, you are the last people to be. Listen, nah, don't even start with blaming teachers or blaming school. I'm not blaming anybody. Having, okay. Saying, but, having your, but saying, I need my kid back in school. Oh, come on. Y'all been training your kids for virtual learning this entire time as, t as parents, man. Hey, dad, I want to play. Not, not you. All right, now I'm just talking to just a variety uh, of parents. Now I was about so to kick you the fuck now, out, bro. Now I was like, now I'm sounding off on parents, right? Like, hey, mom, like, hey, can I play outside? No, 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 no. Go, go, go to your room. I, I don't want you to play outside. You're gonna get kidnapped. Uh, the, the, your Xbox is in your room, right? <laughs> Helicopter parenting. You've been training your kids for virtual learning this whole damn time. Don't even start with it. You know, like, kids are tired of being in front of a computer or being in front of a, a, a TV or being in front of any of that before virtual learning. Right. The first day of school, I always have kids come in. I say, hey, hey man, what would you guys rather do? All right, raise your hand. Would you rather play outside like Sandlot or would you rather stay inside and, and, and just be in front of a computer screen? 99% of the time, they raise their hand, talk about playing outside Sandlot. I hear some kids are like, I'd rather just play catch with my dad. But he's just like, uh, okay, when you finish your homework, go play on your PlayStation. And they're like, well, okay, those are my only two options. I guess I'm going to play PlayStation. Because, man, parents don't, ain't trying to hang out with their kids. So it's just like literally like that. So I'm like, you, what, are you, what are you complaining about? Yeah, the, the, version? The, the kids were, were tired of it before that. So now with the front of a computer screen, you're saying like, oh, who am I going to blame? Who am I going to blame? Yeah. Not one of them has said, well, hey, let's let's blame myself for my kid not liking this virtual learning. It's because they're tired of being in front of a screen. And did anybody expect virtual learning to, uh, to work? What jobs can you do virtually that involves youth and teaching or anything like that? uh you know uh, development of, uh, of of somebody right that that can be done virtually right like i mean let 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 let's let's go down uh doctor visits right doctor visits have have you talked to a doctor virtually lately oh dude it's, this out. it's the big hey my foot's broken 
Okay, so virtually, let me teach you how to fix your broken foot. Uh, get two popsicle sticks, wrap it around your hand. Like that, you're like, what the hell? I want to go to the hospital. It's funny that you say that because I called, I called, uh, I got a letter in the mail that said, hey, we're not going to prescribe you high blood pressure medication anymore if we don't schedule a physical. We haven't seen you in a year. Mm-hmm. We need to see you. I call. Okay, so your 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 appointment's tomorrow already. Cool. Yeah. So expect a phone. I'm not going to pay thirty dollars for a phone call. Yeah, no, eh, eh. no. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, so as people are like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, uh, you know, so even in the DMV, they're trying to keep it virtual. They're like, we're gonna have you wait on the phone for the next three my, hours. My, You're like, okay, that sounds like a good transition. My question was, so is that air, um blood pressure machine gonna pop out of the phone and check my? Because I don't feel that the doctor can check what he needs to check over the phone. Dude. So okay, well your appointment's on the twentieth. I'm like, well that's better than freaking nothing. Yo, if you're trying to get a free prescription pill access to anything you want, now is the time. I called the doctor. I was like, hey, you know, uh, my back's been hurting. He's like, oh, okay, so I can go ahead and subscribe you uh, 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 this. Yeah, yeah. He was like naming a whole bunch of drugs. He's all like, okay, Vicodin, Robaxin. I can get meth. <laughs> we can give you meth. What do you want? Just please don't come into our hospital. <laughs> like, what? I, I just want to see a doctor take an x-ray. No, 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 no. We can't have you in the hospital. Okay. Okay. So, so, so please. Okay. So, so do you want, okay. So do you want crack? <laughs> Just like going through all these different anything to get you like virtually like yeah. we're we're virtually curing people right now so it's all like hey you know i'm having trouble sleep at night i don't i don't know to, okay all right sir don't worry about it the heroin is on the way we're gonna send that to you right there is your address with still the drone same? and everything yeah right? with the drone just stay away like oh, oh okay so if like doctor visits aren't working you mean to tell me that teaching your kids at home was gonna work not gonna happen dude not gonna happen not not gonna happen at all you know it it, it was doomed from the beginning but I will say this, people who are advocating that teachers need to somehow take one for the team and just suck it up and go back and teach the kids, I say this, let me break it down and I'll tell my brother about this, man. I say, all right, so let me get this straight, okay? When shit goes wrong, we're society, we're we're, we're just babysitters, right? That's what everybody says. We're just complaining babysitters that get summers off. Okay, so let's check that off. Uh, Your kid, when he has a problem at home, he comes to me, so I'm part-time dad. Okay. Uh, when there's ever something that goes on and a kid, you know, he, he's having, let's just say, you know, really adult feeling thoughts, whatever, you know, then I'm, I'm, I'm a psychologist. Okay. Uh, now, uh, uh, school shootings, right. You know, more teachers and kids, I mean, prior to 2020, I don't know, if, I know everybody seemed how to forget that right now. they all the whole debate was like, well, let's, you know, teachers should be armed. There's been, less, like, okay. there's been less school shootings here, right? <laughs> right. Social distancing, right? <laughs> Shots fired now are virtually. I hate you. Boom! Right there. Gun emoji. No, I'm saying so. You know, so now they want me to be your kid's bodyguard. So let me get this straight. You want me to be your kid's babysitter? You want me to be your kid's dad? You want me to be your kid's uh, psychologist? You want me to keep your kid's bodyguard? You want me to be your kid's friend? All right. And now you want me to be your kid's nurse practitioner and have him show up to school and I got to clean, wipe down everything and do all this kind of stuff all on my same bullshit ass salary? No, nah, I'm good. I, I just wanted my son's math to be okay. better, bro. No, Damn, no, it's not going to you put it hey, that way. No, Damn. Man. Hey, 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 listen. Shout out to all the, the the supermarket workers right there. But, you know, one of the coolest things I remember is Vaughn's and Albertson's reading the news that they got hazard and danger pay, right, for working during COVID. Because, yeah, they're not, they're not as protected. Cool for them. So let me get this straight then. As far as the teacher, though, I got to suck it up. Ain't no hazard paying for me, even though I'm going to have 175 students, which is the number I have right now, coming in and out of my classrooms. And you want me to go ahead and do it again with said same salary and all this kind of stuff? Not even going to discuss any type of, like, protection that I'm going to have. Right. How am I going to teach behind a plexiglass? 
How is that possible to teach? All I gave was just spit wads are going to go up 100% if I teach behind a plexiglass right there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Bring them back. I, yeah, and if I try to complain to parents, they're like, oh, my my child would have never have done a spit wads. Or, uh, straws are outlawed in California. There's no way he saw that spit wad. I don't know what you're talking about. It, it's it's your fault, but you get summers off, so you shouldn't complain. Oh you know, like that. like, that's everybody's like thing. You're like, hey, hey can, I, can I get money for an expo marker? You get summers off. Don't complain. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. All right. Hey, um, you know, your your kid showed up today and, you know, he was he was crying cuz he didn't have school supplies, but I don't have any more money for You get summers off figured. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. I'm 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 sorry. So, you know, I I don't it's one of those lose-lose situations, you know what I mean? Yeah, my son's going to be an NFL player instead of a teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, there you go, right? Hey, at least they have COVID testing, rapid testing for NFL. Right. For a teacher? Nah, there's no money for that, right? It's like, hey, can we get some uh, some COVID testing every day for teachers? Ooh, no, sorry, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how are you going to work with social distancing with middle school kids? Yeah. You know what I mean? How am I going to have them ha- keep their mask on? I can't, I can't even keep these kids have their hands to themselves because they're going through puberty and everything like that. You want me to have them have their mask on and not hug and kiss or hold hands or anything? Yeah. That's what part of being a kid is all about. You know, we, we as, as adults forget what it was like being a kid in that position until you actually see kids going into that, like how I'm teaching kids that are your son's age. Yeah. You know, and we always have talks about it and everything like that. And I know uh, one time you were asking me about it, like, hey, what are the things I got to expect or this, this, and that? And I, I think, uh, you know, you know I, I told you, I was like, hey, man, <laughs> just just, just make sure that Chrome browser is clear <laughs> the moment he passes it back to you. Otherwise, yeah, hey, you're going you're gonna to have your head down and be like, oh, man. Well, I'm going to check their that age. history yeah, when, before I return the laptop. Yeah, but these kids are smarter than us with technology, man. So here they got that VPN right now. He's already looking up stuff in China that's going to delete automatically like that. So you're good, man. <laughs> He's good with that kid. No, nah, but like I said, man, virtu- virtual learning was was doomed from the beginning. And, and all I say is we're, we're doing the best we can with what we got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, this was literally just kind of dumped on our lap and saying like, hey, so you've never had to learn virtually before. All right. Go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? That you're like, oh, OK, but don't mess up on it, because yeah. if you mess up, then these kids are screwed for life. But no pressure. I'm when, like, oh, when, okay, cool. when school first started, I, I followed like the Puente Bus Facebook page mm-hmm. and a dad posted a picture of his five year old mm-hmm. in front of a computer and like the little girl's face looked so confused bro like it was like i felt bad for this kid because the dad ca- captioned the photos like they expect her to write emails <laughs> and <laughs> open laptops and do everything but she doesn't even know what one plus one is yeah and that's the thing man it, it the, i felt so bad for that kid dude well how do you feel bad like listen there's nothing more that we want than to see kids succeed like i take it personal if a kid can't you know uh, uh, succeed in, in my class or if he struggles with reading or if he struggles with that to me it's all like man you have one job as a teacher and that's to help this kid out so get off your ass quit feeling sorry for yourself and just get right to it so like I was mad I was pissed off about it but then I'm all like you know what dude if I can go about this one or two ways right I can be you know angry and just be like cross my arms and be like oh I'm not gonna do this, this is virtually it's such a waste of time I can do this or I can be like all right screw it Let's get to it. Like, let's do it this way. And I, you know, it's funny. I, I, I treat it like a podcast because I'm speaking to a computer. I can't hear them. Right. You know, they can hear me. Or at least I hope 
So I'm literally just like speaking into it. I can see what they're doing, which is kind of funny <laughs> because, you know, you see parents, like, the amount of moms in yoga pants that I see sitting in on my lessons is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> parents are leaning over into my lessons like the Pixar lamp. Like it's pretty crazy. They're just sitting right there and I'm like, oh, okay, you want a free lesson? Go ahead and sit down too. So I'll be like teaching and then sometimes they can, so they can turn on their mic, you know, so yeah. they'll be like, all right, so today we're going to learn about this and is this going to be on the test? And I'm like, who who said that? And then you just see like mom right there chewing gum. Like, I just need to know if I got to help him study for it. And I'm like, uh, okay, miss ma'am, can you please leave? And I can, you know, y- your kid's 12 and 13. He doesn't, you know, yeah. kindergarten, maybe you have your kids in right there. But I'm like, dude, I got 40 minutes with your kid. Like, yeah. you're wasting my time asking me questions. Or they have like little comments too. Like, I didn't know that. Or <laughs> I have parents taking selfies with their kids social distance and learning i'm like don't nobody care about your narcissistic selfies like that hashtag the struggles social distance <laughs> social life social 2020 doing our part you're like oh my god let me do my thing right i'm trying to teach you know we're trying to see you god so that part of it is a little weird but i mean i you know i don't know what other teachers are doing you know you say your family was a, a, my, P, a PE teacher. my cousin my cousin's a PE teacher how the I, hell do you virtually teach pe do you have the kids in like in a hamster wheel well, and you're she, like, <laughs> she actually you want to get fed are they producing electricity for the neighborhood by running in a freaking treadmill or something like yeah. that hooked up to generators now she actually came on she actually came on a few a few months ago and before class started and she kind of explained a little bit of what she has to do and now I want her to have her back on to see how it's gone since, because you you're doing it from a teacher's point of view at yeah. class, like uh-huh. you know, thirteen year olds. What history? What are you teaching? History. Yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to hear from what she's been going through she as a Tony PE Gazelle teacher. <laughs> she just has the gazelle. Right she says she had to post like YouTube videos and had the kids kind of go through them at the same time. I, like I said, I want to have her back on and. I see hey, what you know, man. Hey, I call it poetic justice, aka karma. Now, I joke a lot with those teachers, but I get along with all of them. But I say, like, teachers who will just say historically have had it easier. I'm looking at you, PE teachers. Oh. You know, like that, okay. All right. Much love. All right. But hey, your cousin's one of them, too, bro. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. You went from. Hey, when in doubt, like you can wing being a PE teacher. All right. I'm a whistleblow PE teachers right now. You can wing it. What are we doing today? Uh, we're going to run the mile. <laughs> Four laps and we're good. You know what I mean? Like, when in doubt, run them out. That's what I always tell the PE teachers. Like, I'm like, what are you guys doing today? When in doubt, run them out like that. Like, just run them out. But now virtually, I'm like, ooh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> like, now you got to pull a rabbit out of a hat every single day because getting running in place gets old after a while. I'm pretty sure doing jumping jacks for week one was pretty cool. But after that, you're like... Uh, like you better have a master's degree in yoga, right, or something like that. I'm gonna like, get hate emails and shit. Hey, this you, guy's a teacher. Uh, how are you doing this? Uh, that's why we didn't say my name. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, uh, like, how are you doing this? Like a PE virtually PE teaching. I don't know. I don't know how this how this is working out. Um, you know, it's it's one of those one of those crazy things, man. But you know, I always I, I do say this. Uh, they they're talking about doing this hybrid model, right? Like having some kids in, some kids no. Uh, you know, have some of the kids in half the time. That'll probably work for elementary because, you know, you only have one group of kids per teacher. I don't see how that's going to work for, like, middle school or high school, man. You know? Like, think about it. You you have some kids there, but some kids uh, uh, at home. And to me, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, what happens if that kid that's at home misses his friends and now he wants to go back into school? Or one kid gets sick, and then now you got to send everybody that was in that classroom at home. Oh, wait, but he's got six different classrooms, so now he's got to go. 
bring them all back or keep them all home. Like it's one of those two. Like, hey, we're gonna bring back the the NBA basketball season, but you know we're only gonna have uh, two players uh, on the court per team. So it's gonna be like NBA Jam 1994. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute. So this isn't real. We're gonna play football, but we're gonna do seven on seven. You know what I mean? We're like, we're gonna play baseball, but we're gonna do it like you know we'll have a rover. Ghost and we're man, play. ghost yeah, on exactly. baseball. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, oh, okay. So if you're saying, oh, that's dumb. That wouldn't work for sports. Yeah, how's that gonna work for schools then? You know what I mean? So it's like that. That idea is not gonna work. You're just literally doing it because we're tired of getting emails from parents saying like, when is my kid going back? To, when is my kid going back? So I'm like, no, 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 no. You want your kid back to school? Don't say it's because your kid wants to learn and because you're, hey, your kid, your kids are adaptable. And that's the great thing about kids. There are less kids complaining about social distancing than adults. Because kids are like, yeah, we hate it. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. When we go back, we'll go back. It's going to be awesome. We hate it now, but they still logging in. Yeah. You know? And a lot of these kids are helping out their little brothers or sisters logging in because mom and dad are like, hey, I got to work full time. You're the oldest. Um, You're 12 or 13. You take care of it. It's funny that you say that because I literally just recently had a conversation with the mother of my kids about, you know, Mm -hmm. my daughter's grades. I'm not very happy with her grades. And that's the one thing that I think I said in the last episode or a couple episodes ago. um, That's the one thing she threw in my face is you have your wife to take them to school. Mm -hmm. I give you that one. I give you that one. These kids are pretty smart mm-hmm. because i have my wife because again i said it before i would have never assumed to make my kids read for an hour a day mm-hmm. you know i would have never like like you said i'm at work I'm, i leave the house at you know 5 30 in the morning they're still in bed they have to sign in at eight o'clock mm-hmm. it's not like i i mean, I, I, li- I work on my I, I live by my route yes but how's that going to look on my gps I'm like why isn't this going to his house like five times a day yeah you know I can then I lose my job. Then we're all freaking screwed and yeah. break into a school to live in because they're abandoned anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, honestly, and that's the thing. I think a long time ago as society, we forgot that the way you raise a kid is literally there used to be like parents and teachers were on the same side, you know. Yeah. But now when I go into a parent teacher conference or whatever, I know it's going to be me versus them. And there's no changing parents. They got it right in their mind. And to you, it's really hard changing a teacher because they got it right in their own mind. So a lot of times you're just like, well, who's losing out on this? It's the kid because he's like, yeah. Man, I don't know who to follow. I'm around you. I see you. I hang out with you and my friends more than my own dad. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Because he comes from work. And what does he want to do? He wants to watch TV or he wants to do it. Or now with phones and everything now, it's crazy. When you go out, like maybe boomers, people who are like 65 and older have an argument with this. But everybody that's younger than that that has a smartphone you go to restaurants, it, they're on the smartphone more than their kids. And, like, their kids are on their smartphone, but it's like they're just only seeing what mom and dad are doing. They're mirroring. Yeah, yeah they're just mirroring what they're seeing. So, like, oh, well, my mom and dad are on there because, you, know, uh, you know, they've just discovered Instagram. You know what I mean? Like that. So, they're on it 24-7. Well, then that's all I'm going to do. Tell, and that's I, all that they know. Like I tell, like, I tell the kids and the wife, it's like, you know, they, they're, they're saying you're not, like, the boys are saying you're not, like, who you used to be. And I hear that from Layla, too. You're not who you used to be. It's called age. Mm-hmm. And... I try to run circles around you at basketball and my knee shot outs. Dude, we, we, they're actually looking forward to today, today. And that's why I kind of asked you to get here earlier because mm-hmm. today is what we call Pokemon Go Community Day. Oh, we will. Excellent. We will do that. Yeah. That's, that I'll do that with them as long as they don't lose their electronics. We'll go knock it out. We were thinking about going to Santa Monica. But I'm like, hey, you know, my funds aren't really there. Yeah. And uh, we were doing that a couple of weeks ago. We we're playing Pokemon Go. How does just walking around the park 
makes your freaking knee shot out. We were just walking, dude, and I came home the next day, and I'm freaking limping. That's just like, what's wrong, dude? You know, the Charizard was pretty hard to catch, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, had something tough about that Hey, one. man, yo, hey, Pokemon cards were, were, you remember growing up with those ones oh, right yeah. there? I remember yeah. we had an edge. Uh, it was it was getting intense, man. Yeah. I mean, they would rather you have drugs than have Pokemon, Pokemon cards at drugs. school. That was back in the nineties. That yeah. was like the things yeah. right there. Like instead of dare, it was like yeah. you know you had like you know Pikachu show up at your school. So like you know don't bring Pokemon cards to school. Yeah. Kids are getting beat up. Yeah, right. People yeah. were getting ripped off for Pokemon cards. Yeah, right. And I like, that's why I tell the kids like and I, my brothers too is like we caught we we finally caught the one hundred and fifty or one hundred fifty fifty one. It's a one fifty whatever. Like it took us like four years to collect the 150, right? You're like your dad got then beat up like, over a Blastoise, right? really? <laughs> and then they come up with the oh, Pokemon's got a whole new hundred new Pokemon's. Fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm done, right? I'm done. So it's a lot easier to catch them on your on a freaking game than it was to collect. I'm like, look, this is this game's a lot cheaper than all those Pokemon cards were. Oh no, and man. So yeah. they, they'll never know the 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 rush of seeing a Pokemon card you didn't have. Right. You know what I mean? People were doing some scandalous stuff yeah. for those Pokemon cards, man. I'm sure there was some like 19 year old sucking dick for a Charizard. You stole my fucking joke. You stole my joke. I got these uh, cheese burgers, Exactly, man. right? Like, is that a first edition? <laughs> that's going to cost you more. So, <laughs> that's the most that I will do with them because I can, it's, it's a lot easier to walk than it is to freaking, you know, jump hoops and shit. And like I told my wife, I'm like, you know, their baseball gloves are, are, that's the only thing I can do is probably play catch with them, right? So it's like, they'll love it. You know, but their baseball gloves aren't, aren't I got to go buy new baseball gloves. And I'm like, hey guys, you guys want to go get baseball gloves? And they're like, kind of like, uh, well, I don't know. Like, well, I'm not going to spend money. Look, yeah. there's a tote behind you, bro, that has tennis rackets, freaking baseball gloves, freaking baseball bats. Gol- I, at one point, I had golf clubs for them. And like, they just kind of like drift away from the sport. Or they'll play something else. Like we were walking the park a couple of weeks ago, and we saw these like six in the morning, dude. It was mm-hmm. early, and we saw this couple playing tennis. Older couple. They have mm-hmm. to be in their sixties. And they're like, yeah, because who else the hell plays tennis at a park? But people in their sixties. Uh, well, right. <laughs> so then, uh, so then Nick's like, "Hey, Dad, you know, uh, yeah, we've had tennis rackets for years, sucker. Like, yeah, we can try to do that. So we'll but probably you, start doing that again. But yeah, but again, with kids, kids, all they want is obviously attention but what they also really want is just positive information you know they want you know uh they want somebody to tell them they're doing a good job yeah it, it means a lot to hear that and you know, I, even I, as adults right no, you're right Listen, oh yeah i work for this house i do all my things i come home and then i just want to be appreciated nobody appreciates there you me go. so even as adults there you right? go bro there you kids, go kids want the same thing so if like tennis rackets they want to see you play tennis by yourself and then they're gonna be like can i play you know, like that. And then they'll invite themselves. And yeah. You're like, oh, okay, it worked. It's funny you say that, bro, because, again, my wife always sends me a, a screenshot. Hey, you know, Julian got a 95 on his math. Pretty much telling me, make sure you acknowledge that. Yeah. Like, rem- like hey, mijo, I heard you got a 95 on your math. That's right. Yeah. But you're right on the whole a pat on the back. Like I said, when I first came out here to this territory, I come from, you know, Ventura. I did Goleta for three years. Uh-huh. I did Selma for a year. Then I come to this territory. And I'm doing what my company's required, uh, asking me to do, and I'm knocking it out. And I, I'm not asking for help. I'm just knocking it out, pissing off the competition. And and you know, one day we're out with the bosses and having like a like a happy hour, and they're like Andres, you know, like a pat on the back, like nice work, man. I came home, and I told my wife, like, babe, they patted me on the back today. Like, okay, no, 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 
they really patted me on the back today like it had like a meaning like it like it was a special kind of pat and she was like you know to me that to me that goes a long way to me that makes me want to freaking want to kick ass even more oh you know what i mean it's like example yesterday you know uh on the 15 we got like this car allowance they they pay us for our miles on the car and they give us like a like a wear and tear 300 some dollars for wear and tear on their Mm -hmm. car months a month so we should never have issues with our cars because they, they they're literally paying for that. There was an issue where I I guess I turned in my insurance late, so I didn't get that part. Where, again, I uh, if I ever complain about this man, I feel so bad mm-hmm. because yesterday he calls me, hey, I'm not trying to get personal, but it was something you mentioned yesterday because I thought I called him like, hey, what 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 happened? Do you guys know what happened or anything? Well, why don't you call the company and see what they tell you? I'm okay, cool. So he calls me yesterday and he says, hey, you know, not to get personal, but, you know, what you told me about your, your bank account yesterday, really, really, I've been thinking about it for a long time. Like, literally, do you need me to let you borrow a couple hundred dollars so you can get back? I'm like, no, man, no, 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 no. I, I you know, at, at, at moments I stress out, but I thought about it. Wait a minute. My fucking boy, Evan, reminded me that you can Venmo yourself money from credit cards. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. But. From the bottom of my heart, man, I really appreciate that. That's the first thing I came home and told the wife. Like, yeah. he freaking offered to lend me money and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's the pat on the back that you're saying that we need to give our kids. Yeah. Stuff like that. I, 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 and I just think, like, people overcomplicate it with kids because they think, you know, like, oh, all, all these kids want to be is in front of a, a screen or all, all these kids want to do is stay indoors. All these kids want to do. I'm like, no, no. First and foremost, all the kid wants to do is be a kid. Yeah. You know? Like, and what do kids do? Kids make mistakes, right? Kids get into trouble. Kids are going to do stupid things. And then it's just how do you react as the adult figure that's yeah. supposed to set that example to either veer them back on that right path or to literally set that example and that precedent for them. Like, hey, you fucked up. It's okay. This Let's is how do you again. don't fuck up a second yeah. time. Okay. So that way, when the kid becomes an adult, becomes this a member of society, like, do you know how powerful and crucial that is? That like, if you look at everybody who's a fuck up and member of society, that's an adult. You're like, damn, this kid had a clean slate at one point in time. Yeah. All it took was some adult, whether it was a teacher, a neighbor, a sibling, whoever, to tell this kid, you don't have to be a fuck up when you grow up. You know what's You funny? don't have to do that. You know, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Fuck, dude, you're hitting points right now. You're like hitting, like, you're just hitting points. <laughs> I, uh, my grandmother took custody of three of my brothers, mm-hmm. you know, and all of them graduated high school. The ones that stay with my mom so far out of all of us, one of them made me graduate. Good for you, junior. Keep it up, buddy. I love you, bro. If he sounds like he seems like he's the one that's going to be the one, the only one to graduate under my mom's roof. Mm-hmm. But then I learned that, you know, like I said, I don't know if I, you heard where I said, like, it took like eight years for me to see my grandma again. And my brothers were like fucking tall and shit and mm-hmm. then i learned that you know one of them went to prison and like what so my my aunt my question to them was i thought we were supposed to be the fuck-ups you know what i mean like i i i do you I, I made it crystal clear dude i i, I speak my mind when uh-huh. i feel i need to speak my mind and how is it that you guys are are acting this way obviously i'm only mentioning the prison thing but there's obviously more reasons why yeah. i said that to me, a person with an education and a high school diploma or a college diploma or a degree or whatever, my mentality based on how I grew up is you shouldn't be the fuck up. I should be the fuck up. To me, honestly, 
very few people, anybody in America should be a fuck up. We have way more opportunities. And maybe there's just me again going back, like I said, thinking back to Colombia, teaching people who had literally nothing. If somebody like, and I just remember bringing my wife over here, right? And she's just like, we're watching this, uh, like a documentary or something like that. And people are talking about like, oh, I live in the hood. And man, this is the project. And she's like, (laughs) she's just looking at it. And she's just like, they got a fucking roof. Yeah. And then she's like, wait a minute. They get free lunch at schools. Wait, they have a bus that they don't have to pay for a yellow bus that takes them to school. They got running water. The first question, I swear to God, the first question my mother-in-law asked my wife when she first came here, where does the water come from? You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, it's just like, we complain about so much little shit and so much little things and everything. Over there, man, it people are ecstatic to just have life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like there to be healthy, to be with family, to be whatever. Like our lockdown, COVID, whatever you want to call it, is nothing compared to what they were doing there and people were doing in other countries. Over there, you had a day that you can leave the house. Only one person from the household can leave, and it was based off of whatever number your cellula was, meaning whatever number from your like that. Yeah. Come on, we're just being asked to wear a fucking mask. Yeah. But we can go outside, whatever. So like when people are like, "Uh, it's this lockdown is just really stressful." It's like get the fuck out of here like lockdowns in other countries was straight up like if you leave we're going to arrest you or kill you like, officer officer ricky yesterday when i got home i think it was when i got home from uh from work mm-hmm. even he was like dude you're you're making me hot just looking at you because long sleeve shirt <laughs> polo shirt over it yeah black pants freaking socks to my freaking knees and a mask is covering from my nose down yeah he's like you're making me hot just by looking at you. I'm like, whatever COVID doesn't stick on my skin. And my bosses have told me the same thing. Dude, it's it's freaking 112. Yeah. Whatever keeps COVID out of my house. What's crazy, though, I found the COVID, man. Just a little side note on COVID. Do you think it's been such made a big deal because it's affected older people? Like, do you feel like if this was like, you know, COVID's, let's just face it. You know, it's taking out people of a certain age group. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. over the age of 65 or whatever, right? Uh, uh, you feel like if they're like this new disease called COVID twenty is taking out millennials from the age of eighteen to thirty, people would be like, "Oh, who gives a shit?" Right? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody would care, right? They'd be like, "Oh, oh, we had polio growing up, we survived just fine. They could do without it." Another millennial complaining, but the moment grandpa gets a freaking COVID nineteen, yeah. then all of a sudden everybody's all like, "Take this serious, take this serious." I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna say I'm. A, I'm not afraid. I can say I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. I really don't really give a shit. Yeah. I just do it because I'm doing it. Maybe because yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. told to, to, to do. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, okay, I wasn't around. You weren't around during World War II. No. Okay. But as a history teacher, I can go on for like hours talking about what rationing was during that time. What having a little booklet as far as like, okay, you can buy bread on this day. You can get gas on this day. You can get all this type of stuff on that day. And you know what? Yeah. We, we, we read that people just dealt with it. They're like, yeah. oh. I can only get my canned ham on Fridays. It's not the end of the world, but I guess I'm going to have to live with it. So to me, it's like, okay, we're in a mass social distancing. You can't go to a bar. Just do it till things boil over. I'm like, ah, whatever. It could could probably be worse. It could be like World War II where I wasn't allowed to own 
you know, a belt made of metal or I, I yeah. wasn't allowed to own anything made of this or, or, or whatever. People were sacrificing more back then. Yeah. The only thing I'm sacrificing now is that I got to breathe into a mask. Hey, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? So I'm like, whatever. You know, the, the reason why I'm like on top of it is like, one, I don't want to get that COVID testing again. That shit was horrible. <laughs> and two, it sucked. I mean, I do come home sometimes in a stressful day and I just go lock myself in the room and play some Call of Duty. Right? But that's because I want to. Mm-hmm. When you're being forced to play Call of Duty, that's a different story. When I had to be in quarantine for only, it was only like six days because mm-hmm. I bumped into an uncle that tested positive. So it's mm-hmm. like being forced to to play Call of Duty is totally different than when you just want to do it on your own. But bro, you, you, just, to, you just mentioned playing Call of Duty. Hey, bro. That's what I do. No, no, no. What I'm trying to tell you is how bad is that? You got to play. Uh, it gets Call boring. It gets boring. No, no, no. It Ladies gets- and gentlemen, for those of you listening to the uh, <laughs> Flat Tire Annie podcast, it He's got so bad He's that he was forced to play Call of Duty for six whole days without food. No water. Plenty of water. <laughs> Roof over his head. I would I imagine. I set myself up for the that. The Wi-Fi one. was strong enough. For that Call of Duty being played, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, light a candle for my man right here. <laughs> Fuck, I said That he had up. to suffer so much <laughs> that Call of Duty in a six-day quarantine. It just sucks when no one's playing, when you have your buddies not online. They're not online. That's what Wait, I meant. Then That's just play some eight-year-old Korean kid that'll whoop your ass in like five seconds or something like that. Yeah, yeah something <laughs> right. like that. You'll be good. I set myself right? up for that one. That's what I'll say, dude. <laughs> but, nah, yeah. It's just like, I don't, being forced to be locked up is, is you know being locked up in your room like everybody had to stay in the living room and i couldn't go out there and so that's what i meant yeah but i was playing call of duty yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucker <laughs> you're not welcome here anymore <laughs> you're like that's why i haven't had you on until like episode 38 right yeah like you, know, you, know, you won't be back till episode 2000 <laughs> don't worry about it man don't hey, worry about no, it no that's funny good, that was that set myself up for that one no that's, that's good but hey, and for the record I do love teaching. I know people are going to be like, oh, this guy's complaining. But listen, first of all. I was going to ask you final thoughts. No, 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 no. <laughs> first of all, everybody bitches about their job. Okay. So obviously you can't look at this profession and think that no one's going to bitch about their job. All right. So let's just go ahead and get that clear. All right. Second thing. I absolutely love my profession. I just think that in America, we treat teachers as the easiest scapegoat punching bags that we could possibly get. And because it's like, okay, this one punches back, boys. No, well, I'm just saying like, <laughs> like if you want and they're like, why is there a teacher shortage? Because nobody wants to go into the profession. Oh, it's because of kids. No, it, a lot of it has to do with just like what's being asked of us. You know, it's, I, I feel like I'm the waiter at Chili's and I have those two table trays of food. And then my boss is coming and my boss being society and it's just packing on additional trays and saying, don't spill over because if you spill over, you're going to ruin everybody's food. And I'm like, oh, thanks for that yeah. pressure. So am I going to get paid a little bit of extra money to do this? No, 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 no. You're good. You get summers off. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. okay. Like, okay. No, right? Like that, 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 that's not, if you want the best doctors, nobody argues a doctor's salary, right? I'm not a doctor. Don't, don't but lawyers, right? The, the best lawyers charge the most money and people are fine with that. They're like, oh, look at this rich lawyer representing this rich person, right? Uh, every job is competitive salary-wise, whether it's sports, right? Free agency or whatever. But why is it when it comes to teachers, the concept of paying teachers more? Oh, no. no, no that's, 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 what? They've been doing a horrible job. And I'm like, well, if every single job in America is on par with the pay, like, Andy, would you work your ass off legit? If you got paid 
$8 an hour right now? Or would you be like, I'm going to get paid $8 an hour, no commission. That's not even minimum wage. But do you expect me to go the extra mile? Hey, we need you to drive down to San Diego on Tuesdays and do something. You'd be like, bro, at this money, I'm not even going to, why would I even waste my time? It's only gas money. Yeah, it's only gas money. I'm losing it. Blah, That's blah, what blah. I told the wife. So with teaching, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, so you don't want to up the pay of incoming teachers. With me, I love my profession. I Hopefully, I, if God willing, I'll be able to do this to my dad. I've already done this for almost a decade. But to people that are coming up into it, they're like, man, I'm going to go into it teaching in Pasadena for $48,000 a year. I can't even afford a home there. I can't even afford rent there. But I'm supposed to pay for this kid's backpack because he doesn't have a backpack it, you does, know, this suck kid's living, living. it does suck do the amount of stuff that i like where if i see a kid that doesn't have anything like they, I, uh, uh, I coached soccer one year right kid comes in with shoes and socks i'm all like hey man what, dude you're gonna get hurt you know you gotta have cleats and everything like that He's like oh, no, no i don't have any you know but i, I want to play my friends are playing blah, blah blah i was like oh hell no there's like six other kids that didn't have cleats didn't have shin guards didn't have anything they just wanted to play I mean, I went down to big five. I dropped like 300 bucks. Just bought these kids like socks, shin guards, cleats. Brought over there. I was like, hey, I don't know what size you guys are, but kids are like, oh, we'll fit into it. We just, you always get bigger. They can fit into bigger. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that. And But I'm saying like, I, I didn't knock on their parents' door. You know what I mean? Like, hey, pay me back for this. I, need a, I didn't a receipt. do anything. Yeah. All I said was, hey, society, like just keep an eye on that kind of stuff like that because that's what we do behind closed doors. But I get summers off. So, you know, I'm not allowed to bitch. You know what I mean? Like that. So it's all like, what the hell? Like, all right, dude. So you know you you just have to think if you want the best people for that job you got to make it competitive to where they had they look at it and they're like well i could be a teacher or i can work for a warehouse and i make more money working at the warehouse and being a teacher i'm going to go for the warehouse nobody can fault that person but what you're doing is you're setting up precedent to where you're only going to get the bottom of the barrel people that are going to teach your kids are you willing to gamble with your kid's education because you didn't want to get pay these people? Like, you're basically saying, I'm going to try my best not to pay this guy, even though I know that it's going to be beneficial for my kid's future. How stupid does that sound? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, let's take our kid to the doctor. Ooh, you know what? There's a guy whose name is, starts with a D and ends with an R. Uh, why don't we take him to that? No, you're stupid. He's not a doctor. He didn't go to school for that. He's not like this. I want to take him to a doctor. I want to take him to a hospital. So, but with teachers, you're going to cut corners. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, okay. So let me get this straight. Uh, you can get the smartest of the smartest. You can get this guy that, or a girl that can work their ass off to teach your kid better. But there you're going to cut corners. You won't cut corners with your kid's health. So why would you cut corners with your kid's education, a.k.a. your kid? potentially going into school and oh they don't know how to read they don't know how to have a uh, they don't know how to do math without a calculator they don't know any personal life skills or anything like that it's like well yeah no shit you you've priced everybody out that was wanting to do it yeah you know they, they they got up and left the average teacher teaches seven years and they just say fuck this like i can't afford it i love my job but i can't afford what i'm doing to to you know like this is a profession. I had we have to go to school after we get our bachelor's. That's what people don't understand. We don't just like graduate from high school and like, I wanna be a teacher. They're like, oh, here's an expo marker, You're like, yay, like that. It doesn't work that way. You gotta go like minimum six years of school, you know, four years, whatever your bachelor's plus your credential program, doing all that. Then you gotta work for free being a student teacher. You gotta do all this type of stuff 
just so I can make as much as a guy that can get a job out of high school or anything like that. And there's nothing wrong with that person that was able to get that job out of high school, whether in a factory or whether in a warehouse or whether in yeah. whatever. But you know what that guy in the factory, the guy in the warehouse, the guy whatever, you know what they have in common? They have kids that yeah. need what? That need teachers. So it's all like, uh-uh, if, if you want this to be successful, you got to do your part. So to go back to virtual learning, yes, it's a, 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 it sucks, but your kids are home. Figure out a way to make that beneficial to you. You have your kid is around you more. Like, where in that is it negative? Do they belong in the classroom? Yes. Will they learn more if in their classroom? Yes. Do us teachers want the kids back in the classroom? Definitely. Because it makes our days fun and we legit like seeing that kids and that that interaction. We wouldn't do it if we didn't. But you gotta take everything with a grain of salt and you gotta look at the silver lining of this. Your kids are home, you're there with them you're able to get to know your kid on that level that we can never do. We always complain like, hey, kids, what's the worst thing, you know, that you hate when you go home? They're like, oh, I got nobody to hang out with. You know, I'm just in my room. Like, my mom and dad come home. They're tired from work, and they just want to be by themselves. I don't even see them. Or, you know, like, they don't even talk to me, or they don't even do anything. Well, it's like, you got no excuse now. Your kid's literally home 24-7. Yeah. He's there waiting for you. Go take advantage of that. Yeah. It can no longer be just like, let's just drop our kid off and let the babysitter take care of it yeah. and, and hope that we get positive results and then just be done with that. So. Yeah, my wife tough in the same thing. Take advantage of it. He wants to hug you, take advantage of it. Hell yeah, you know, so so, so this. But, I mean, I can't wait for the kids to be back in the classroom. Um, you know, it's 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 something that is definitely out of parents' and teachers' hands. That's let the politicians figure yeah. that out, you know, people that got whatever vested in it. Um, but it's just one of those where it sucks, but... Yeah. It is what it is, and, and and we're gonna always just try our best. I think as teachers to to make sure that we, you know, we do the best that we can with what we got. Yeah. Because we we nobody prepared for this, and if you yeah. say you prepared for this, you're a liar. Nobody prepared for anything virtual learning unless you're already doing virtual learning as a college professor or something like that. Then you were prepared for this. Yeah. But this was literally thrown on our laps at the last minute. You know, I gave a test. The last day that I had class. Because I didn't know that we were going to have school. I thought, I was like, okay, it's just a Friday. Friday the 13th, March 13th. You know? I was like, okay, kids, this homework assignment is due next Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. I was walking in the parking lot, and they got a, a loud sound. It was like, if there's any teachers still on campus, meet in the staff room for an emergency meeting. I was like, ah, oh, okay, let's go. All right, go back over there. Maybe they're, they're what, what did they cut from our budget this year? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what? What can't we order this year? What do they cancel from? What after-school program did they cancel this year? And they show up and they're like, okay, the after-school program we canceled is called school. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Take the next six months off. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And it was just like that. It was like, okay, uh, guys, we can't come back to school. Uh, there's this thing called Google Meet. Figure it out. Watch YouTube videos on it. We have no training for you. Yeah. So we never expected this. Work wonders. And I'm all yeah. like, what? the heck oh yeah i've never even used this software before i don't even know what i'm doing you, you could figure it out and like yeah. that and i was like oh god yeah i don't want to destroy this kid's future yeah. i don't want to do this oh. i don't want to do all this man like i gotta i gotta study i gotta spend hours researching this because yeah. i can't because kids feast on teachers who are unprepared they feast on adults who are unprepared kids are awesome because they don't bullshit yeah they have no filter yeah People always ask me, hey, how come how come you like uh, uh, teaching middle school? I'm like, because those kids have no filter. You know, elementary, you're like, 
Uh, do we have time for one more story? Quick little story? Go for it, dude. All right. Y'all screw screw it. All right, yeah. Ya me va la madre. No, so it's like, uh, uh, this Just teacher, the longer right? episode, the longer I have to edit. Okay, my bad. <laughs> this, this this teacher, man, she has a a daughter who was a, a third grader in Colombia. One of the greatest teachers I've ever worked with, okay? And uh, she, you know, she's trying to explain to her daughter why she can't go to back to school night. Because she's like, sweetie, I'm a teacher. I have kids that are going to come in. I can't go to yours. Yeah. And then I pull the kid to the side, and she's like, how come mommy won't go to back to school night? I'm sarcastic. You know me. So yeah. I, I look at the kid, and I, and, and I, I, I grab her shoulders. And I was like, sweetie, it's because mommy doesn't love you. <gasps> Mom laughs. I laugh. Kid cries, right? Oh, Natural reaction. Yes. And I was like, wait, I got to remember my audience, right? You tell that to like a high schooler, you're like, it's because mommy doesn't love you. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm such a bitch. I hate her. Like that. <laughs> They're at that age. They got it all figured out, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell it to a middle school kid, you're like, it's because mommy doesn't love you. You know, the kid middle school kids are like, yeah, my mom, she's a savage. She doesn't love me at all. But it's cool, though. <laughs> like, they are like, they hold zero grudges. They brush everything off. Yeah. Like, you can battle with the kid on Friday. And on Monday, it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah. And you just hit the reset button. But because you tell a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, man, I can't teach elementary kids because they'll take things literal. Yeah. I can't. I, but I've taught elementary. I've taught high school. I've taught every single. I've taught from from kindergarten all the way to to tenth grade. So it's like yeah. I've I've been able to to see different. And I'm always like, man, like that age group in specific. Those kids like have like they'll raise their hand. I'm like, hey, what's up? They're like, this lesson sucks. When are we gonna learn something fun? I'm like, <laughs> I respect you for that. But I don't say that to them in the yeah. back of my head. I'm like shut up and stop complaining and yeah. they'll like laugh you know <laughs> high school I'm like shut up and stop complaining what you know they want to go fight with me elementary if i tell them shut up they're like ooh, like that ooh, but like mommy yeah but like middle school you're like i know shut up like that he's trying to teach like they put each other in check and i'm like yeah. man this is hilarious so it's like man i don't i don't know i want kids back uh thank you for having me andy dude uh, i'm shouldn't have waited this long bro freaking i'm glad you came on you freaking have made me laugh more than freaking officer ricky sorry bro you've been dethroned and oh dude, dude, but how do you find comedy in police work you know what i mean without being <laughs> so i was beating the shit this guy the other day <laughs> he had an over the library book we gotta not on my watch right? we, gotta, like, we gotta do this again bro this is freaking awesome it's freaking sure, amazing man. i got Definitely. some belching beaver seltzers for you and like i oh, end lovely. every podcast bro thank you for writing with me man oh, i appreciate it Thank you for listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tire Indie Podcast. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean.